Welcome to level 27 of the Sandbox Gamers podcast, your video game podcast where three vidgets meet weekly to talk about what we've been playing and what's in the news. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your co-host with the most, Wonder Rob, coming at you live. Well, semi-live from hot, hot, hot Southern California and on the line with me are two of my best friends in the metaverse. Acting handed the king, Vactor. Ah, uh, yeah. And the mother of dragons, Jeff W. Sitting on the Iron Throne. What are we? What the hell is this? Okay, that's my line. Let's <laughs> try it again. And the mother, <laughs> and the mother of dragons, Jeff W. Hola. And I'm the king, baby. <laughs> Sitting on the Iron Throne. <laughs> That's me. Uh, I've only watched House of Dragons. I have. What? I've I've watched what? the I've I've watched the first episode of Game of Thrones like three times. I've seen that kid get pushed oh out of that tower a lot. Yeah. Dang! Uh, but I don't. I don't really know what. I don't have any excuses. I just didn't continue watching Game Dang. of Thrones. But I wow. tried to start it three times. But I'm two episodes deep just like everybody else in the world right now of House of Dragons. And let me tell you something. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad so far. So uh, be sure to subscribe for the Sandbox Gamers House of Dragons podcast coming also soon. Also is uh, House of the Dragon. Nerd alert. <laughs> yeah. oh, I read the books. Right. It's House of the Dragon. Away. Jeez. <laughs> well, uh, Let's just say that there's someone that Jeff W. does not like that says that all the time. So if you want to be like that person, Jeff W., then continue to hmm. say it like that. Hmm. Let's just put it that way. All right. I love Calling inside out jokes. somebody we know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It could be anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it really could be anybody. I don't know who. Uh, but at, I see it. I see at. it typed out in the notes it's somebody who will never listen to this podcast yeah, so we, we could probably say his name that's true <laughs> well, i'll tell you what i'll change his name just to so the listeners have some oh, contacts no. we'll call him ben <laughs> okay anyway we're the sandbox gamers podcast all that stuff i said earlier that still applies <laughs> Uh, but maybe we're coming at you with House of the Dragons content from now on. What we like to do here, just in case it's your first time listening, all that gold that you just heard, well, there's plenty of gold left in this podcast because we're going to talk all the latest video game news. We're going to do a video game news lightning round. We're going to talk all the games we've been playing this week, including, which I'm sure you know because you saw the title, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. Piece of power, flying salsa, food delight. Jeff doesn't, he's a little young for that. Yeah, I don't know what that boomer music is. Oh. Wow, it's boomer. It's, it's called the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Into it, hmm. Jeff. Uh, so, we're going to talk all the latest video game news. We're going to talk the games we've been playing uh, and much more. But before we do anything, what we like to do at the start of each podcast is we like to have a little get to know you sesh so you can feel like you're having a bonding experience with us three. Now, I never read these questions ahead of time because I like my answers to be fresh. And here is this week's get to know you topic. What is your dream car parentheses to play mobile games in and parentheses? 
All right. I like where you're coming from. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it off the top of the, uh, the top of the dome from me. I want to get me one of them DeLoreans. Ooh. The new one oh, or the geez. old one? The old one. The new oh. one sucks, but. <laughs> and uh, no, thank you. Is the new one? The new one's not, it's not out yet, right? It's just announced. I don't, I haven't seen any on the road. That I, so don't, I, I don't think they're out, but uh, I have, uh, uh, there's a friend of mine in Arizona mm-hmm. uh, by the name of Brett who has a hobby. He, he, he's a, a very artistic fellow. He builds sets for a living uh, for, like theaters and stuff in Arizona. Anyway, he took it upon himself one time to buy a DeLorean and turn it into a time machine. What? Uh, yeah. He bought a DeLorean and then he cut it up himself and turned it into the time machine. Dang. Not a functioning time machine, <laughs> but a time machine, a replica. Never and this know. thing, it down, down to the last detail. He worked on it for a couple of years and now he does it for other people. Oh, he, snap. People will buy DeLoreans and give him the car and pay Dang. him to convert it. Hmm. Um, so one of these days, I'll buy a DeLorean and send it over there. He also did like mutt cuts from Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> um, Jesus. A couple other things. The, the Jurassic van? Park's Jeeps. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think he's yeah. working on a turtle van. The latest thing he did was he made the the big white van that the DeLorean drives around in that says Dr. Emmett oh. Brown Industries. <laughs> oh. uh, or maybe I'm misquoting what the, the van says, but he just made that. So that's what I would do. But if I'm thinking of a practical car, I've got my eyes right now on the Rivian. Oh, yeah. That's... I probably won't do one until my next lease is up, which is like a year. Uh, but I'm probably going to go electric with the next one. And I think the Rivian would work out really well for my job, uh, which is, of course, being a full-time podcaster. Nice. Got to have a Rivian. Yes. So that <laughs> would be my dream car as of right now, either the Rivian or the DeLorean to play video games in. Uh, oh, let's yeah. go Let's go to Jeff W. Because I know he's a car guy. Not a lot of people can see because yeah. we don't put this podcast on the internet. <laughs> or excuse me, the video version. <laughs> But he has got car posters all over the back of his room. Uh, but it looks like the movie cars. <laughs> so it's just, I have it's a car bed. The... I'm in a car right now. He's in a know? car right in now. In fact, it's a sweet car. It's a sweet That's... fucking car. Uh, Don't be jealous. My bed. <laughs> all right. What's your what's um, your uh, dream car to play video games in? Okay. You know, I think I'm gonna go with a little little bit of a little bit of a deep cut. You guys are going to have to Google probably a little bit. Maybe I might even have to link this, but this should pop up if you Google. Uh, if I had a dream car, first off, I only play mobile games while I drive. That's the only way. <laughs> while I'm moving. Yes, while I'm moving, uh, you know, it's not, you know, drinking and driving. You stop and you take sips and then you drive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would play... My, Jeff W condones drinking and driving, just so we're all <laughs> on the same page. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> not so much, maybe, but uh, I would have to say it'd be a Nissan Skyline R34, specifically in the Millennium Jade color. Look this car up. This I'm Googling a, it right now. What? It's a rare car. This is, what is this? This maybe, looks like the car Biff trend. drives. 
Trent might have seen us driving around <laughs> the streets of Japan back in the day. You yes. might have seen a couple of these boys. I did floating around, but uh, you better first... hope that any speed bump you drive over is <laughs> less than two inches tall. <laughs> if you're driving around in this car, don't worry, baby. Are... I'm gonna be zooming around playing uh, Temple Run. You know? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, these were very popular when I was in Japan by both. The Japanese and the military Americans, uh, both of them yes. were highly coveting. What nationality is that? I'm military American. <laughs> military That's American. all over. Uh, yeah, this car is cool. You can't. So technically, I don't think you're allowed to drive these over here. Like, I don't think they meet spec, but people can, like, import them and stuff. Um, it says I've only seen... 718 were made. Yes. I've seen this car in person. What one time in my how life. many of them were on the streets of Japan? Like it says 60 100, 156 <laughs> were finished in the Millennium Jade paint job. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so I'm this seeing. car outside how of much this is colorway, this? you know, I'm, is out there. I'm seeing uh, five hundred thousand, Rob. Yeah. What this is a, this is a big boy car. This is, <laughs> what? A, this is a rare boy. <laughs> if you got this car, you into cars. You know what I'm saying? Uh five hundred thousand. This might be my dream. Now if I'm going to do what Rob said and have a more realistic, I'm not going no Rivian. We're going Cybertruck all day. It's dumb. Every day. <laughs> all day. This guy, every day. This guy sucking on Musk's teat <laughs> over here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whip Actually, out, I'm, I can't wait for the day I see one of those things driving. <laughs> My mom pre-ordered one, but who knows if she's actually going to pay the money. It's one of those, she put like $100 down. I don't know uh -huh. if she's actually going to get one or not. Oh, they'll do it. But. As they I, should. You know, I actually did. My parents are in town, and we parked next to a Rivian the other day. Yeah. Um, so I've been seeing more and more of those, and I like them. I think they're pretty rad. I think they look good too like uh -huh. generally you know like like even like a model three tesla with like the stock rims i don't i don't like the rims on that mm -hmm. car like i don't like the way that i do like like obviously like because they it has kind of that ferrari like front end mm -hmm. you know uh, like your car vector yeah i think rob you might have one too but mm -hmm. um it everything's like, stock like on my tesla baby <laughs> but i don't like the wheels so it's like if they can just fix that i think you know some of these cars might be uh uh, more uh, consumer friendly, maybe, uh, in terms mm. of in terms of visuals. Oh uh, yeah. Well, what about you, Vector? Huh? What is it? Well, what is it? if it was ever created, if it was ever actually put out on the road, it would be the Tesla Roadster, hmm. which they've been taking pre-orders for this for like ten years. Every couple years, oh yeah, it'll come out. It'll come out. Still see don't this. see any. Now, this is like, I don't know if, if you guys remember, but there was a it was a video game called Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, where mm -hmm. you turn into a car because there's a <laughs> short movie, you can watch it on YouTube, where Michael Jackson turns into a car. He converts his, his old body, converts into a car. His eyes mm. turn into the headlights. Michael. And that's, that's what Michael. the Roadster looks like. <laughs> Michael, Robbie, are you okay? 
to bring it back to video games. <laughs> That's my impression of the, the kid. And this is kind of like a two for one because not only is this a car that I would love to drive, but also, and can you play mobile games in it? But it itself is a gaming device because it would have the same as our Model 3 and Model Y that Rob and I have. It would have games built into the Tesla. So you would literally be playing mobile games in a mobile device. Your this car. is wild. I'm looking at it right now. It's a $5,000 deposit. And then it says $45,000 due within 10 days. <laughs> Jesus. So that's the base reservation. So you got to come up with $50,000. <laughs> that's a lot of sperm. Oh, yeah. And, donating. And this is also, you're talking about the new, there is one. The first Tesla was yeah. called the Roadster. Right? The original no release. That's the one that went into space. This yes, Roadster yes, yes. was unveiled in 2017. And everybody was like, oh, this is going to be great. It's coming out next year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, here we are in 2022. Still not out. And All these uh, specs are just probably uh, <laughs> acceleration 0 to 60, prob- 1.9 seconds, probably. <laughs> 0 to 104 seconds, probably. I mean, I don't know. The car is not real. <laughs> uh, give me plaid speed. Thank yeah. you. It's got, it's got wheel torque of 10,000 uh, NMs, whatever that is. <laughs> Beautiful car. Uh, all the electric performance of a Tesla, which I love. And the range is 620 miles. So that, but that, but you know, that's baloney. Well, Maybe maybe it's seven hundred. Maybe the maybe range it gets is more. not accurate on these Teslas. What if it gets more than that? Because that's <laughs> I, the road stuff. I will eat. I will. I will eat my shorts. You <laughs> thought he was going to say another word, Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. <laughs> I started to, and then <laughs> pulled it back because Jeff's got a copyright Bart. on that phrase. But With more Bart Simpson. The Tesla is my dream car of choice, especially because it's all electric, baby. So that, or you want to sit inside Michael Jackson? Oh, now that who doesn't? I mean, could bring him said. back to life, and then mm. he can put on a show for you every every time you get out of your car. All right, do a dance, moonwalk for me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> All right. I'm watching well, this clip where he turns into the car. Oh, uh, nice. Just Google that. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Put it in the show notes, Michael <laughs> These kids who don't know nothing about Michael Jackson into a car. Nice. For our yeah. thousands of yeah, listeners. look at that car, Jeff. Look at that. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I'm gonna ca- I'm gonna pull the plug on the car conversation because all the car enthusiasts are rolling over in their graves. Yeah, right now. Uh, but <clears throat> excellent, excellent. Get to know your question. I wonder what next week's question will be. Only one way to find out. Listen to the next episode. <laughs> That's it. Now it's time to move on. To the video game news. Now, the thing about the video game news, everybody, in particular, Jeff W., how how it pertains to Jeff W., Hmm. is that Jeff W. is always DTF. Down to talk the fun news. So uh, why don't you satisfy Jeff W.'s primal urges, Vector, and tell him what's been going on? Oh, yeah. Well, this week is going to be a short week, so Jeff is only going to be down to talk a few stories, but it's a Netflix theme this week. We got a Netflix theme running throughout. So the very first one, we now know who is in charge of Netflix's 
Horizon Zero Dawn show. Can you believe it? I know Wonder Rob in particular was very much looking forward to this Horizon Zero Dawn TV show. I think about it every day. But guess what? The showrunner is going to be Steve Blackman. And I know that name is written above Jeff W's bed right now. We can see it in his room. (laughs) Under that Cars 2 poster? Because (laughs) Jeff is a huge Umbrella Academy fan. So you're going to be very happy, Jeff, to know that the Umbrella Academy showrunner is going to be in charge of Netflix's Horizon Zero Dawn TV show. Umbrella Academy is actually ending with the next, the fourth and final season. So Steve Blackman's got some time on his hands. Hmm. Uh, so he, he looks like he's going to be a nice guy. Now we talk about all these video game adaptations that are coming out, boys. We got The Last of Us coming out on HBO. We mm-hmm. got the Gran Turismo movie. We got mm-hmm. Twisted Metal, God mm-hmm. of War, Ghost Pac-Man. of Tsushima, Pac-Man, Days mm-hmm. Gone, and mm-hmm. Gravity Rush films mm-hmm. in development. So this is just another one of those. But what do you boys think about this Horizon Zero Dawn as a TV show? Uh, it might be okay. I'm indifferent to it just like every other <laughs> every other video game property. Uh, I'd be interested in seeing how it looks. Yes. Because you got your futuristic video games like Halo, and then you see what Halo turned into as a TV show. Looks like the CW made it. Oh, nah, man. Master and that's Chief Paramount. F. Yeah, I said what I said. And that's <laughs> Paramount. <laughs> and I feel like it was like a like level CW above that. I feel like it was like a little above yeah. CW. I thought stuff. it looked fine. This is going to be a Netflix show. And most of these Netflix shows, I think, look pretty good. Especially that Sandman that just came out, boys. I highly recommend it if y'all ain't up on the Sandman. They canceled that too, though, right? No, they they have not renewed it for season two. They didn't cancel it, but they haven't renewed it yet. Interesting. Mm. I mean, pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I think this thing could be interesting, um, but they're definitely going to have to like, like the... uh, I guarantee you they're going to make one of these like robot dinosaurs, like the villain, like these things are going to talk. There's no way that they have like a human villain in that show. I feel like it's going to be be like that dinosaurs sitcom. Yeah. Or like the Transformers. What was the the Transformers with the animals? If it's like dinosaurs, Beast Wars, Wars. it's going to be like Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Not the mama. (laughs) Have you ever seen dinosaurs, Jeff? uh that that tv show with like the goofy yes. i don't so i mean i couldn't reference it like you guys reference hook or seen, nothing yeah. uh but i i know what you're talking about yeah you've probably seen clips on youtube yeah they're like big goofy they look they almost look like it's almost look like their skins made out of what the turtles movies were yeah right? well like, it was rubbery... the jim henson puppet shop made oh is it that okay yeah, yeah. creepy rob All sent right. me a dinosaurs tiktok the other day and it was the behind the scenes of them dancing around with the dinosaurs. Yeah, people in the suits. <laughs> oh god. Yep, yep, yep. They right, got some so... dinosaurs figures coming out then uh, from NECA. Oh, I'm gonna get that Earl Sinclair. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be back there. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be back there. We might have to do a whole you know podcast on on dinosaurs. Maybe the 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 future sandbox gamers after dark. Ooh, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about dinosaurs. Jeez. Yeah. Tune in. All right. Also from Netflix, but you know what did get canceled? Jeff was so eager to talk about Netflix shows that got canceled. Netflix's mm-hmm. Resident Evil, after one season, after a month, it got canceled. Uh, did you guys watch it? I did at not. All? I, I did not um, watch that shit. I tried watched, to, but I fell, fell out. 
I watched a clip from, I think it's the first episode where, uh, I don't know these characters' names, but they just start singing and dancing. And I said, hmm. no. I watched this clip where Nemesis and Jill Valentine were doing it. <laughs> uh, seemed a little vulgar yeah. to me. It was on, but <laughs> I, I think I might have went to the wrong website. Porn. I parody. feel like I feel like there was a better way to do that joke. Like I could have executed that joke. <laughs> um, but you guys get the punchline. Thought he was being real. It was a porn I accidentally watched. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right, you got him, Rob. Well, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Nobody well, watched this Resident Evil show. And that's probably why it got canceled. Yeah. So first off, it's probably garbage. I did watch that. Um, I mean, it's probably all right. I did. You got I mixed did reviews. Watch it. But um, I watched that that movie that they made like recently in the last handful of years. Uh, that like pretty much just With tries Mila to re- make the game. No, no, she's not in it. Um, in fact, I have to look up the title of this one, but. They basically like try to remake like Resident Evil two and three kind of like they bleed it together a little bit uh, and they they try to like, you know, like it has like a scene where they reveal the dogs, you know, being zombies, all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, that movie was not good. I feel like most Resident Evil things outside of the games are just not uh, fantastic, let's say. I feel like Resident Evil is kind of doomed to be corny or not. I feel like. Great. If they could make a show that's just like the first game mm-hmm. where, hey, our helicopter went down, we go into this mansion, what's going on? Just like take that and turn it into like six episodes. Right. Yeah. I think it would be all right. Um, and I know I've said a million times, I don't really care about video game adaptations because the fun is not there for me because I'm not playing it. But despite all that, I think the first game would work really well as a TV show if they if they had any sense, that's what I would do. Netflix shot at Wonder Rob on Twitter. Let's talk. <laughs> and this is not to be confused with the anime Resident Evil Infinite Darkness, which came out last year that had four episodes. And I'm looking at it right now. It looks like that um, Final Fantasy movie that had the um, the the Polar Express looking people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the anime was a little bit too realistic there. So Resident Evil Infinite Darkness and Netflix's Resident Evil. Goodbye. One season and they're done. Uh, don't don't worry, though, because as I just mentioned, there are adaptations of Horizon Zero Dawn, Tomb Raider, Far Cry, Bioshock, an anime based on Castlevania and an anime of Tekken, which I put on my list, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. It looks pretty good from what well, I've it- seen. Castlevania has the anime out, right? Let me see. Oh, no, yeah. The, that one is already out, and the That's second out. one is already out. Yeah, so and that has, like, positive reviews. That ha- I, I still need to, like, get around to that, but I've heard good things. Yeah. And then you'll be happy to know, boys, that Netflix is working on gamer tags. They're testing a social experience within their games where you can have a gamer handle. So you can oh, be no. sassy cat or soulless or even sriracha where the eye is a one <laughs> but if you want to do all that stuff guess what netflix um, somebody it, took sriracha with an eye as a one I had to be sriracha uh, with the eye as a two they God. and i wonder how far they're gonna go with this gaming angle because i've tried to talk about it on this show as much as i can anytime they release a new game on netflix but 
this first got launched in November of last year. Mm-hmm. And a report from CNBC says that a measly 1% of Netflix subscribers, which is about 1.7 million users, interact with Netflix's games on a daily basis. So they're trying to put all these games on there. And now they're trying to do gamer tags. And it's probably less considering how many people share their Netflix login info and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's probably less than 1%. You're just not going to Netflix to play games. It's kind of no. like you're not going to McDonald's to get a car wash. You know what McDonald's stands for. You know what they have. That's the same thing right. with Netflix. And Netflix is not for gaming, boys. So I don't know how long. Like, when do they say, all right, we we give up. Let's let's give up on this because it's not catching on. Yeah. yeah. Hard, hard like, if, you're not, if you're not just streaming games, like I don't like and I, the last thing I need is like xbox-esque features built into netflix i don't need notifications i don't want things popping up in this in the middle of this i don't you know what i mean like i don't want like this community thing mm-hmm. i think outside of netflix they did like the uh like the party watching right like you remember like they had the option, everybody like, does that now um, yeah disney um, hulu yeah mm-hmm. And so they, they did it first, right? Where they, they had that little theater on the Xbox and it would be like, you know, kind of a smaller screen. They would, you know, you could watch it like with a party. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I feel like that's about as far as they should take it. I, I don't want, I just, I'm just not going to do anything with this. Like there's almost like nothing, even, uh, is it Bandersnatch? Is that the, is that the game or is it a different one? Yeah. That, that's uh, like the choose your own adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and that, that was okay. Right. Like that, it was like legitimate. Yeah, that was ways, the right? black mirror. Episode. Black mirror. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to think of where it came from, but I can respect that. But like, you know, well, there's even like interactive games like that where mm-hmm. you can play it and it's like a movie. Um, what was the one we even talked about that camp uh, game that I completely Quarry. forgot the name of it. Yeah. Corey. Quarry. Yeah. There's there's games like that where they're trying to blend movies and and video games, but I don't know how much success uh, Netflix is going to have. So hopefully they will give up sooner rather than later. Yeah, and then I would unless you can build this feature in. If I can teabag Rob, what while he's watching a movie, Netflix, Netflix free feature i limit it to the movies (laughs) (laughs) if i could get it if i could get a notification to rob when he's watching netflix the family's huddled around netflix and and it says yeah it says sriracha with the one yeah sriracha with the one just clap your cheeks or something like that and then you know you have to yeah dang let's get on that Watching uh, number blocks with my my three year old. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Well, that was the uh, main news that I wanted to talk about, but I got a couple in the lightning round. I got a few that I wanted to cover. Um, I know everyone here is a big Fortnite fan. iHeartRadio is trying out a Fortnite Metaverse concert arena. Oh, so that's coming. Um, <laughs> do, do they do the in-game radio that is that them that does that because it's like different channels and it's like popular music right that i don't that? know because i'm usually talking to somebody while i'm playing fortnite yeah, but that could be yeah. they could have that um apple arcade's latest exclusive is a tom hanks passion project Ooh. if you if you care Ooh. about tom hanks check out this hanks 101 trivia that uh, you can you can play all of your your Tom Hanks uh, 
knowledge. You can put that to use, Rob. Let's go. <laughs> Facebook I'm into it right now. <laughs> Facebook Gaming's mobile app is shutting down later this year. Remember the remember that app? I don't. Uh, no. Hey, hold on. Going back to the Tom Hanks uh-huh. thing, I looked at. There's a screenshot, and it's a picture. It's a a muddled up picture of Aaron Sorkin. <laughs> going, who is this? <laughs> Aaron Sorkin. Tony Gilroy, <laughs> uh, uh, three hundred points. So that's it's a sweet passion project. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Xbox's Game Pass family, friends, and family—I should say—leaks suggest that you can share with friends. So much like what we talked about with Netflix, Xbox, we're going to be able to share our subscription with our family and friends, which Jeff and I perhaps might do. Ooh. Sony's new PlayStation Studios mobile team is going to be making spin-off games for your phone. PlayStation mobile games, Rob? What do you think? <laughs> Pass. <laughs> and then for Jeff W. specifically, The Last of Us. Oh, I'm sorry, not Jeff W. This is for Shaw. This is for our boy. Uh, we uh, He had a chat outside Shaw of this. from the Technological Podcast. Yes. Mm. The, the Last of Us is a game that Shaw passed on, Jeff, and he never played. Let me tell but, you a quick story. Yeah, yeah, tell us. I'm going to tell you a quick story. So way back in the geek, so to speak, days, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Shaf and I did a podcast called Geek, So to Speak. It was your source for all things geek, movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, geek news, and more. I still have the, the script in my brain. So one Christmas, he got his PS4, and I sent him The Last of Us remastered because i said this is one of my favorite games of all times and i want you to experience this and i didn't really follow up with them but after a while i figured out that hey did you know when you go to your friends on your playstation 4 you can see what games they've played and how long they've played them (laughs) Uh, I don't remember the time, but it was a very it was a very meager, measly amount of time that he played it. And then I asked him, "So you ever gonna play that game?" And he's like, "Nah, I tried it, can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> and then we were we were talking today, Vactor, him, and I, and I said, "Hey, did you know this uh, Last of Us remake got a nine out of ten on IGN? They're calling it a masterpiece." And he said, "No, no, no." <laughs> he said that ship has sailed those were his exact words uh so i wish he would play it but it, it yeah. has an easy mode and it's more relevant than ever because there's a tv show coming out uh and the game itself is pretty timeless it's not like oh that was an 80s game we're not going to go back to that it's the the content and especially with the remaster the the graphics are relevant so no reason not to play it Shaw. but anyways the last of us ps5 remake um there's a story over at theverge.com um, talking about how it makes it feel like a modern game which is what i always look for in a remake or a remaster is can you take that feeling and this that um what was that turtles game not the cowbunga collection but the last oh shredder's revenge yeah that's what shredder's revenge did so well was it took what you remembered of that game and then put it into a modern sensibility. So this last of us PS five remake, I might have to check this out, Rob. Well, I'm guns to check it out. And then finally Uh, the Microsoft 
games with gold, which that was for the longest time, the Xbox 360 games with gold was something that I would, which is what I do with the Epic stuff. Now I just go there, download the free stuff, no matter what it was every month. I was just buying, Hey, this is every, the new free games, Xbox 360 games with gold. Well, last month, Microsoft announced that they were ending it. And guess what, boys? The very mm. last Xbox 360 games with gold, Portal 2, one of my Ooh. favorite games of all time, which I beat Ooh, with wait. Rob Co-op. I would even put that in my top five games of all times as well. Portal, I, the Portal series in general. Yes. So it is nice to get it one last time. Jeff, you going to pick that up? For free? No. Or do you I have it on Jeff, a you superior gonna... platform, the PC? Dang. I thought he was going to say the Switch. Oh, <laughs> I bought that. it on the Switch. Right. right <laughs> Which baby. it just came out. Right there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 30 bucks on the Switch, or you can get it for $1.99 on Steam. Great game. <laughs> yeah. Right. Come on. <laughs> get a all Steam right. deck, That's kid. all the news for this week. Excellent. Cool. Thank you. Back to it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now it's time to shift gears. And talk about the games we've been playing this week. And first up on the list from Jeff W., uh, a wild card, dark horse game. Wasn't expecting to hear anybody talk about. Uh, it says Ooh. Microsoft Flight Simulator. That's right. All right. That's right, boys. You know, Let's hear about it. Some people, some people talk about streaming games on this in this chat. Listen, some of how us much they pump, like Jeff. <laughs> some of us slump. That's what and I was. Guess saying. who pumps? <laughs> this guy who slumps. The man next to me, right here. On I can't my see. I'm <laughs> pointing the wrong way. I don't I can't know. see what you're screaming. Below me. <laughs> <laughs> or here yeah here or here we got a real brady bunch situation on the screen um so i ended up actually so i i was doing so i had a friend who was um streaming who's trying to figure out how to stream from their laptop to their tv uh without a video game console because they didn't want a video game console but they were i was showing them let's say uh, the uh, the Game Pass, the Xbox Cloud streaming stuff. And uh, there's a reason I listed two games here uh, under the cloud stuff. Factor changed the links up, thanks to him. But these first two, Mortal Kombat 11 oh. and Flight Simulator, I tried. And I just have to, I need to say it because these two games had very different experiences um, for me. Uh, okay. Flight Simulator being... Uh, playable you know it's uh it's doable on with the lag and with the uh the very you know the various controls like you kind of have the room to mess up a little bit it looks great both the games look great uh they they that's totally fine uh there just is like obviously the lag and from you know button press to seeing it on the screen uh so flight simulator May, might be my first hey maybe play it on this service it's doable like you can you're not gonna have the greatest time um but you were, it's sorry you were streaming it from the you were streaming the console version so uh yeah i was streaming so i was on a laptop plugged in with hdmi and streaming it on the macbook to the living room tv oh, is okay. how this was happening uh, and then also like so you could just Bluetooth the controller 
to the laptop and then you can play right even like a macbook obviously um so that's what we were doing and uh yeah it's actually doable and you know where that comes in handy is like flight simulator is almost like you know like remember when like you showed your parents like google maps for the first time you're like hey you just like find some address or where they grew up and then you just start like, you know, going around and like, yeah. you know, showing the street view, mom. Yeah. It, it also has that effect where you're like, you know, you could like, hey, look, I can fly. And so if you can just get the basics of flying around, you know, you can do enough to where you're like, hey, look, I'm flying over this neighborhood. I'm flying over my hometown, I'm flying over your hometown, whatever, whatever. Um, so there's like. I think that might be like the most use I could right now, like possibly imagine getting out of that uh, is the kind of just show off a game like that a little bit. Whereas Mortal Kombat 11 is pretty much unplayable. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's fine. And I wonder maybe if you like, if they had like a baby version of baby difficulty in that game, you could probably get like a play the game. Um, well, have you tried uh, getting good? Oh, wow. <laughs> Kick him out of this. Kick him out of Got him. <laughs> Get this 4chan guy out of here. Um, <laughs> go to Arge Games or RVG. Get go back. out of here. <laughs> and, uh, so uh, just two different experiences on that. And I think that's like, that's where you're going to suffer. Because like, even in a fighting game, like that's the, I mean, the, the, the skill or the, you know, the ability to react to certain, you know, with buttons is more important than even like a shooter game almost, you know, like you yeah. could at least like spray a gun in like Call of Duty, uh, whereas there you can't, there's no way to stop it. You know, there's no way, like you're such a, such a disadvantage, even against like the computer, it, it kind of sucks. Um, so I'm surprised it's even an option, really. I mean, good, good for them for it being there, but you know. Not a not a fan of that uh, that particular game, but like I said, the the Google Maps ish type vibe from Flight Simulator has has its legit uh, uses. And then my other game, which I don't think I don't think either of you got in on, right? No, uh, in not fact, this one. It only just came out. It actually it had been out mm-hmm. according to some in this chat. That's been correct. out. And yet, oh. I'm the only one that got uh-huh. in on it. What is Forget it? We're about. dying. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what is it? Can you guys guess? I mean, Splatoon three. If you could guess, if I'm going to describe Splatoon three, okay, it, with a single word, uh huh. What? Oh, do you it's guys like a fun little games? game. Okay. Um, hmm. One word. One word. Mm. One word fun hmm no i would describe it as splatoon it's the <laughs> oh, same man. fucking game it's the same thing um you know it's kind of cool I mean, welcome to fine. nintendo Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same game it's pretty much i mean to me when i was playing it i'm like this is cool and like you know uh when i got into it so there was like a window that you could play through the beta like they only opened it for like I think it was, it was like 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Some like thing. Uh, I think mine was in the later half because by the time I got in, uh, people had figured out the broken weapons. And, uh, you know, 
were just pretty much dominating the game with like the shark thing uh, and, and doing, you know, they all figured out what, you know, what weapons to use. But um, yeah, I, I mean, this to me, it feels like it's, I don't think I'm going to get Splatoon 3. I, I might, maybe if it's just slow, because I think it's out the 9th mm-hmm. or something like that. It is yeah. a couple weeks. September 9th. Yeah, but this is very much Splatoon 2 to me. Uh, like small iterations, more clothes, a different like starting area, some some slight variations. But I, I honestly, I can't believe they're like we even have this like at what point are we going to get games like this where they're so iterative and like this doesn't improve on the graphics? This doesn't do anything like that. Like this should be the the third this should be like an expansion pack this should be Just like another season in Fortnite. yeah this should be a season this should be goku should be purchasable on this one Ooh. you know like you should just have I, I it's it's kind of uh insulting that they sell these as like full release games right. um well they need something yeah because it's been seven years since breath of the wild that's true and like When's the last? When's the last like true Mario? When was when was Odyssey? Not not long after, right? Yeah, like a year later, maybe. Yeah. So we are, and I think maybe this maybe this is like a whole discussion once the Switch is like done, once the next iteration of the Nintendo console comes out. Like I think that's the the biggest failure of this console is just like we're only getting one Mario, one Zelda game per console cycle at this point, and it's kind of kind of infuriating especially like when you're re-releasing skyward sword which was a dog shit game and like in splatoon three four five whatever however long this is gonna go like it's the same game and putting out every uh wii game every yeah. wii u game right like, here play this yeah and well you know nintendo switch online uh has n64 games that you've already played and you're already tired of but we're gonna put them out there you know uh, it's going to be $50 a year, though, you know. Uh, Who would buy so, <laughs> old games that we've all true. played? Yeah. <laughs> That's silly. Or Nobody like, would do yeah, that. No one would buy buy video games like that. Um, so, yeah, I'd say <laughs> Splatoon. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Only full, like, what if it was like a TMNT game, like a dead franchise? And like, there you people go. Bought, people bought that game or something. That I was, was set them up. I set him up and Jeff knocks him down. <laughs> <laughs> That's called teamwork. So Splatoon Everybody. 3 is the same effing game. I think you guys played a game that is basically a re-release too. Basically, Splatoon's a basically. re-release. No, it, it is, is a re-release. It is Cowabunga, you know, uh, the Emphasis Cowabunga on collection, but Splatoon, <laughs> you know? Well, yes. Actually, before we get to that, there's two things i wanted to say oh. the the cloud gaming what made you want to play it just helping your friend or you actually were curious how cloud gaming works um no so i mean i've done the cloud gaming like i've done my share of like trying that stuff out so like for them it was hey i don't want a console uh because unlike a lot of people Oh, this isn't a shot at Rob. This is a shot at other people. Unlike oh, other people, oh, oh, we know <laughs> oh. we don't. That, that per, I don't. And like this is like me. I don't like uh, random stuff behind me. 
What does uh, that even the- mean? <laughs> <laughs> so like, this isn't random. Yeah, yeah, this true. is very there's calculated. A there's a theme. Listen, we love you still, even despite you know the stuff in the background. Um, no, so they, they, <laughs> they don't. They didn't want to do a console. They don't want to have that. So they were looking. How can I? So the initial conversation was, oh, like remember playing Halo back in the day, like when we were each other's houses and all that stuff. And then that's where that came from is, all right, well, let me show you how you can play this without having a console. You can just plug in an HDMI adapter into your, your MacBook and then play a game. So that's how that comes. And, it, and it's somebody who's very casual into games. It is not somebody that is like looking for achievements. Like they are going to play. They're not even looking to play multiplayer. They are trying to play single player Halo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, um, see, the, the fix for them is Xbox and NVIDIA are both working on gaming just built into the TVs through the cloud service. So right. those are going to be like, you don't need a box. You're just going to be using your an app on your television. That's going to be the fix for them. Uh, but we're still kind of early in the cloud. Like when you look at the cloud gaming on xbox.com, it still right. says beta. Like we're not even out of the beta yet. But true. just like you, I had that same experience with Halo the Mortal Kombat experience that you had with the low latency. Yeah. Um, anything that requires you to have split second reflexes is not going to be good on cloud gaming. Unless you have a super ultra fast connection, you got to be wired into ethernet. Cause I tried to do it yeah. on, on wireless and it was, there was no point in me even playing yeah. Halo. Ne- nearly impossible. And I think you're, it's also probably in really like how far am i from this server that's mm-hmm. that's serving that's serving me this this video feed you yeah know, like, but like i said that's that pipe dream that's that future that we want where everything works perfectly yeah i don't necessarily want a box if you can get it working you know through cloud then yeah that's what i want um so hopefully that will be that that future um and then splatoon I stopped p- paying attention because I played the first Splatoon for about 10 minutes and I said, all right, I understand what this is. And then I stopped paying attention to it after that. And it sounds like it's the exact same as when I left it. Yeah. If you played one, there's there's no reason to play. If you did, if you played one and didn't like it, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't going to like this one. All right. Well, something I did like was... The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowbunga Collection, and we just got this, so we haven't had a time a time to kick tires, as one of our friends would say. But mm. I got a chance to do a little <laughs> test drive, just a little bit, you know, a little spin around the block. Hold on, yeah. fifteen minutes? Would you? Yeah, say? we're gonna get the new truck for a spin. <laughs> got it. I think fifteen minutes All right. is a worthy, uh, an accurate statement. But I wanted to see if it lived up to my memories. And let me say, boys, it did. This is exactly hmm. what I wanted from the music to the art. And also it was good to kind of say, like I did with Shredder's Revenge, where it was like, am I really remembering it correctly? Is this what the game experience was actually like? Right. And it was like it was very interesting to look at what Shredder's Revenge did as far as updating the graphics, uh, but just taking that same feel and putting it into a modern game. And these games, I think they hold up for the most part. 
it's just kind of you're not as used to the graphics in modern games as uh, back then. But I was able to place myself back in 1991, 1992 Vector Shoes, and I had a great time. Now, I haven't had a chance to dive into all of the extras, which I really want to. There's a bunch of comic book covers. There's a bunch of music and sound effects and and uh, instructional materials. But Rob, what was your experience with the Cowbunga collection? Well, first, I want to... I want to let you know, according to Steam, I've played it for 2.8 hours. Ooh. Oh, I've played, I, I, I went deep <laughs> into this game yesterday. And then I'll today also when I should have been working. <laughs> I heard uh, one of them was only an hour. I, I don't know which one it was, but one of the games is only an hour. These games aren't terribly long anyway, except for maybe they're not long games but i think the difficulty spike in the older games goes up so it's artificial length right uh something i'm very familiar with (laughs) Um, and that was specifically to get you to put more quarters into the arcade machines mm -hmm. versus the console and then the type of games we play today i'm curious what what was the i'll I'll tell you about my experience in a sec but i want to ask you what was the 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 game of choice which ninja turtles game did you dive into when you first cracked its seal well the first one was the arcade game um Mm -hmm. and that was just i had been and that was why i really wanted to play shredder's revenge because that has the most nostalgia for me that was the one that i played the most that is what shredder's revenge is Mm -hmm. based okay right and it was the original and then turtles in time like those two combined i put so much money into those growing up and it was, and I may have told this story before on the podcast. That was one of those games that after I ran out of money and I was waiting for my mom to pick me up from the arcade, I would sit there and stare at the screen and just wait for, they would um, kind of have like a screensaver. So they would play scenes from the game and then mm-hmm. they would play like little cut scenes. And I, like I had that memorized because I was just watching it. And like, man, I wish I had some more money to play this game. This, this was one of those games. I did that with X-Men, with Simpsons, um, and some wrestling games as well. But specifically, these two Turtles games. So those arcade games were the ones that I really dove into. I didn't get a chance to play um, a lot of the console games, but those were the, the ones of choice for me. Excellent, excellent. I did the opposite. I dived into one I had not played, Oh, snap. which was uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 back from the sewer or back to the sewer mm-hmm. on Game Boy. Ooh, that was okay. uh, the one. And I beat that game. Oh, back I spent my 2.8 hours yes. beating that game. And I'm here to tell you that that game is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that game, I have, I play a lot of games. I beat Elden Ring. I did not get nearly as mad at Elden Ring as I got <laughs> playing back to the sewers on Game Boy. Because oh, no. it's a, it's only got six levels, and each level has like two or three parts in it. And let me tell you, they designed this game to to kill you. They they knew it was a Game Boy game. They knew there was only six levels. They knew you could only get so far. They put <laughs> you in. I could say with one hundred percent confidence, there are situations in this game where you absolutely cannot avoid being hit or losing oh. health stuff where you lose health for no reason like there one particular instance in level six they have these like fire jets that shoot up from the ground 
And so they go up and they go down and you have to platform between them as they're shooting up sort of like the, uh, the piranha plants in Mario brothers. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you have a foot soldier shooting a gun at you. So you have to jump through these things, hop over this gap and hit this guy. And over the gap, you would get hit by nothing. You'd lose a health. It would just be like, yeah, something hit you. Something hit you. Man, I got so mad. But let me tell you, you know what the saving grace is? And I discovered this by accident. I bought this on, I, well, I told you I was looking at it on Steam. I'm playing it on my Steam deck right now. And I accidentally discovered that there's a feature you hit the L1 button. It rewinds the game. Mm -hmm. And so that made that feature is what made me beat this game because the boss fights are bullshit. The, the actual game design's bullshit. It's still fun. <laughs> but I got so angry, but thank God for that rewind button, but it still took me almost three hours to beat it. Uh -huh. uh, but I can say I did. And that's good. And then I also, took some time to go through the extras. Um, yeah. I think my favorite part of the extras is that the, they have a music section. So all the, the old games, you can go through the music bit by bit, like even like the Konami title card, like do 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 Yeah. You can get every single sound. Reminded me of way back when I was a kid playing Sonic the Hedgehog and you can go into the sound test menus. Yeah. Um, I just wish I had a digital version of it because I've put I'd put some of those on my phone. Uh, and playing with the windows rolled up <laughs> at the red light. <laughs> um, but I really liked that feature. Also, I really liked going through the instruction manuals. They had all the old instruction manuals scanned. And it was, I like going through these old instruction manuals because it's like, here's the story. Shredder kidnapped April again, and you're not going to believe it. And they're using like, so whoever's writing this has a thesaurus next to them. And they're coming up with the longest way to tell this story. Like we have a page uh, Shredder kidnaps April. Let's make it 12 sentences. <laughs> it's so funny. And the art's really cool in them. It's just, it gives me a real sense of nostalgia looking at those old books because it reminds me of when I'd be a kid and I'd get a new game, but we'd be driving around, but my mom would let me open the box and look at the book. That I'll used to be a, the box. a huge thing for me. I even remember renting games from Blockbuster and hollywood video including the game manual like sometimes they would they wouldn't have uh we charged the guy ten dollars because he lost the manual but mm -hmm. i remember especially sega genesis and super nintendo reading the instruction manual was as much fun for me as playing the games a lot of times where i would sit there and be like i can't play the game until i've read every page of the instruction manual so <laughs> that's something that i would be interested in and the box art that was another thing for me especially growing up sometimes when it's like, oh, I can't play the game right now, but I can sit here and look at this box art. So they have this frame that goes around the games. And a lot of times the, and you could turn it off too, but the frame will be artwork from the box art. Um, oh, around the, the Game Boy, like four by three. Yeah. Right. Okay, also the, yeah. the Super Nintendo as well. Mm -hmm. um, so like the Turtles in Time or Turtles 4, they call it Turtles in Time. That one has the, uh -huh. the portal of them going into... Um, into the into into the portal. I yeah, say. and the Game Boy one had the Game Boy box art. Yeah, so that's something. It. Does it is it upscaled like these? Because you know how like remember when on the uh, the classic games release, you know the mm -hmm. little mini consoles like they have the features like 
you know, you can add scan lines to the screen to make those yes. like for you know those. I like, didn't see that feature when I was there. playing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's in the menu. Um, for all the games, they have like four different. Um, there's Is one it like a universal setting, or do I have to go? Yeah, to go it's it's in every game. It's in a um. Well, so everyone like that I looked at, you launch a game and then it's in there, or yes. you can do it from a set. Okay, in okay. the game, there's much like that rewind feature, Rob. That was like uh, I played on Xbox, so that was the left bumper. And then the right bumper on every game that I played was, oh, okay, this is the pause and then the little settings menu. So you could put on a filter that did an LCD screen. There was like four different filters. And that's where I turned off the border as well. So, yeah, it, sh- it should be. I haven't played every single game yet, but it should be um, the same controls for each one. Damn, I got to try that. I didn't but even look at that. For sure. Like for me, when I was going through it, the win of this game was... Did it live up to my memories? Yes. And is it something that I would play today as well? Whereas, and what I mean by that is, did did the gameplay hold up? And I got to say, yes, it did. Just like with Shredder's Revenge, where that had the modern visuals and the gameplay elements. This one, um, even though it has the retro look to it, I was like, man, they actually... um, coded these games so well like they they just play as beat-em-ups so good and that's what that i think that's why i love that genre growing up was just the feel of fighting these guys and also it was fun to see the improvement going through each one and going from the first turtles game to the second one i was like oh they added a dash they added this floating mechanic in the air and for me as a kid i was just like oh yeah it was always like that I didn't take the time to kind of compare them to each other. And that was another thing. I was looking at the year that they came out. I was like, oh, dang, I was playing these long past their initial release dates in the arcade games or in the arcades. So I got to say, for me, this game is a 100% a win so far. Yes, it's great. I'm looking forward to playing it. It's not something I'm going to like sync hours and hours and hours in a row like Elden Ring, but it's going to be a good one to like, I'll just kill some time, pull up. TMNT and, and bullet through some games, but I really want to try the online. Yeah, there's four games that have online. The two arcade games, like I said, the T- the Hyperstone Heist and then the Tournament Fighters, which I played a little bit, and the computer was cheap as. And That's I don't the game, man. That. That's how they made these games. <laughs> the <laughs> Tournament Fighters. Uh, let's leave that to the to the uh, the annals of time. Let's play that. Those two arcade games, boys. Yeah. Let's play some co-op. All right, we'll get some of that. We'll get yeah. we'll get some of that co-op in. But uh, I'm yeah, this is a great buy. Uh, so I, I would recommend it if you're a Turtles fan. You like those old games. They they transfer over perfectly. I didn't notice any input lag, any sort of uh, hurdles that made it feel like I should be playing these on their original hardware. I thought it was great. Yeah, Jeff, so are you I getting this? Recommend. Um, I was thinking about it. You know, I was thinking. Maybe we should get. Is, there's no. Did you both get it on console? Or no, no. I got it on PC. It on PC, yes. Yeah, but I'll probably get man. it again on the console. Well, good man, getting it on PC. I bought know? it on Xbox, but I'm thinking about because of the Steam Deck. Now I'm thinking about getting it on yeah. PC. Right. Uh, well, so we'll I figure mean, it out. You know, I might if we maybe want to do you know some vidges. You know, maybe maybe. Plus, maybe they got that pizza power. That uh-huh. song when it was playing, Jeff. You got to after this recording, you got to go listen to that song because I li- I linked it in our Discord. That was one of those songs growing up. I was singing it like every day. <laughs> he still sings it. Power, I do. His wife hates it. Yeah. yeah. 
Do they mention Thousand Island Dressing? Yeah. If they did Dip that, in Thousand Island Dressing. It would be perfect. <laughs> it would be the perfect Baxter slice. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it this week for this week's Sandbox Gamers. Now, don't turn off the podcast yet, but I still have some stuff to tell you, some housekeeping. Uh, let me tell you about the Sandbox Gamers network of friends, but really... I think it should go by its actual podcast network named the Vactor Podcast Network because Jeff W. and I are nothing but cogs (laughs) in the Vactor Podcast Network, the Vactor Podcast Machine. We're two tiny pieces in this big conglomerate. Uh, So, of course, you've got the Sandbox Gamers Podcast, but Vactor also does a weekly comic book podcast called the Comic Book Kaiju uh, again, hosted by Vactor and his weekly rotating uh, stable of guests. And that gives you everything you need to know. Comic Book World and uh, among other things you guys are talking about, She-Hulk right now. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and other stuff, too. So you definitely want to check it out. And then uh, making its triumphant return, Treknological, the Star Trek podcast with Vactor, surprise, surprise, and Shaw where they're talking Star Trek, all the latest and greatest Star Trek news every weekend. Then you guys are breaking down uh, Lower Decks. Yeah. Lower Decks. And that'll be much easier for Rob to remember than Strange New World. So every week, I don't know why I could could not (laughs) remember that at all. Uh, But definitely check those out because they're great podcasts and not just because Vector is paying me under the table to say that. But I truly believe it. So listen to those podcasts. Now, if you're wanting to find us, the Sandbox Gamers, on social media, I could, listen, I could rattle off all the handles right now, but I'm not going to because we have a handy-dandy link tree in our show notes. Just click the show notes or remember what I'm about to tell you. Link tree forward slash the Sandbox Gamers. And you'll find all the links you need. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, do all the things. GG, everybody. GG. GG. Don't poop in the sandbox!